Ouch. Okay, I got, I got some. I have a sliver. I have a sliver, everyone. Let a sliver everyone of what? Let's pause for a second. Can't get it out. Get some tweezers. Who has tweezers lying around? Nobody. I do. You're a well-prepared man. Me. All right, I got it. We're good. <laughs> I dug it out with a spoon. Welcome. This is the Disharmonic Dialogues Podcast. I'm Josh. Joining me is Ben. Ben, I have a question for you. Yes. Are you ready? If you could watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? (sighs) That's a... I know. It's a tough one. Now, depending on how I answer this, this is going to say a lot about me as a human being, I feel like. Yes. This is a revealing moment in your life. (laughs) I declined. I don't like to reveal a lot about myself, so I declined this. If you could, okay, so I, I, that's a deep, deep question. <laughs> but hold on, I let will. Me th- let me t- think. About I will scale it down. Let okay. me think about it, because this also has. This takes a lot of thought. I feel like. I like. I like. It movies. does, and I just sprung it upon you. There is a movie though that I just watched recently that I highly okay. recommend that you watch. Actually. Because it is about the pursuit okay. of greatness, and you are obsessed with that in an unhealthy way. But the movie is called Whiplash. It's newer, um, I think, came out not too long ago. But it's about a this young man who goes to school for music, and he's a jazz drummer. And mm-hmm. the, he just wants to be great. He wants to be recognized. He wants to be known. And his music professor is nuts and it's a great movie but i don't think that would be the movie <laughs> anyways that's, <laughs> that's probably not, not the movie, movie but yeah. i think i think if you could watch one movie for a complete day that's a little bit less weight weighty of I, question no movie would i do that with because that would just be a waste of a day but i think a movie if you if you had to, and I know these questions are like, when when will I have to right. do that? Come on, why are you asking me this question? You're literally wasting my time asking me. I this think question. Uh, a river runs through it. Would be uh, okay. I I just I love that movie so stinking much. Yes, a river runs. You also like the I book, right? The book. It's such a. Let's let's go back. How did you like, ob- obtain that book? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, what's the story I behind that? I think. I th- oh, where did you buy it from? Uh, Goodwill, I think. Oh yeah, and whose recommendation? Who's like, hey, you should buy my this own, book? My own logical <laughs> reason. <laughs> it's a bold face <laughs> lie, <laughs> and you know it. I don't. I don't really remember how that how that uh, occasion went. I don't remember what happened. All I know is that I ended up with a book. I read it. And it and lies, it lies, lies. Anyways, I answered your question. You fill this podcast. I've with answered lies. your question. Let's move on. <coughs> okay. <laughs> so yes, we will move on. <clears throat> so we have covered all our main topics. Yes. Or at least our focuses, our four main focuses of simplicity. Living, learning, and balance. So, 
we want to delve into this is um the most differing view i don't think i don't think have. this this one is the most differing on a topic i th- i think no? the what, what following you your think? dreams is going to be the big one this is kind of that not though not really it's kind of similar it's similar but it's not the same thing that's true okay well this is part of it so we differ big on this one yes so we'll see what but what we are talking about is what to follow your heart or your head Mm. and uh it's not literally like the the physical what to follow your head or your beating (laughs) heart so it'd be more your your reasoning your logic kind of your maybe intellectual side of it i guess Mm -hmm. um and then compared to your intuition, I would say I would say, say the rational side or the irrational side. That's right. I I irrational. <laughs> I have science. Irrational though is a negative. Irrational is a negative connotation, it is. though. And the heart is an irrational being. How dare it you? Is, How it dare is you make it so negative irrational? Already? It is so irrational. It leads you astray so much. It's sickening. Yeah, that's right. I'm being bold about this one. I am being bold about it. Okay, so let's go into this right now then. Let's do it. I'm all okay. for it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so, first point. Yes. First point. Are yes. you ready? What to follow. <laughs> your Yeah, y- your so that's what we're talking reason. about. Reason and logic every single time. Okay, let me I'm being too extreme right off the bat. I think that clearly the intuition, human intuition, your gut or your heart has a place. It's needed, but not to the extent that I feel a lot of people use it. Do you And I agree completely. Oh, really? Some Okay, this is the thing. People um the reason why I think we see a lot of I guess starving artists or people who are like, I followed my dreams. I like I followed what I thought I should do and I ended up broke or, you know what I mean? That's the type of thing we, we look at when we see people going after something. And then you look at the people like, oh, you know, so you have the other side, you look at people who followed something and succeeded. And I think it's not, I don't think it's a, a hit or miss thing. I think there is certain things involved like timing kind of lucky breaks and stuff but i really think it's a lot of its preparation like so people look at people who are successful but successful and be like and they'll look at them and think oh they just want they're successful they were born that way they didn't put in a lot of effort they just got there i think a lot of people look at those situations in that way but they don't see what they actually did because those that's not the those aren't the things they're going to look at like oh yeah well i i read a ton of books i i researched stuff or i um i practiced little things you know i connected with people i went after um you know different uh, avenues of learning this this skill and so all the little preparation things that lead to success 
I think is the the head part of it, following your your uh, your your reasoning, your logic. How do I get from point A to point B? And that's the hardest part of it all. But then you have people who just want to use their heart and just completely go out of it, completely out of passion. And then they realize, I don't have two feet to stand on because I just, you know, ran headlong into this and ended up, you know, stuck, basically. Yes, it's irrational. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> Listen to this. Okay. It is irrational. So you, you think that the heart is a wonderful thing and you want to. Follow the heart. Follow your heart because it'll never lead you astray. Putting words in my mouth as we <laughs> speak, but continue. I would say logic and reasoning went out every single stinking time. And I have science. I have science to back that up. Um, I have an article that I was reading about uh, when intuition misfires, this is what it's called. And... Uh, Basically, they look into uh, the mechanics of the mind and basically how there's two systems in which your mind works, right? Because we say the head and the heart, but it's really your it's your head. And the head has two yeah. ways of looking at things. And the first system, system one, is very intuitive. It's rooted in personal experience and is very much with the emotions and is interested in the here and now, right? And then the second system draws on logic and deduction and it kind of goes slowly through each hypothetical situation analyzing um different odds and like selects the most rational decision okay now the thing is is both these systems are actually they're necessary you can't really have either or but the thing is the power of that first system that intuitive system is um, what studies have shown is that it's very powerful on the human mind. Like it, ha- it holds a lot of weight when it really has no rational. Like it's it's odd that it does. You know, it's weird that it holds so much weight that people will go with their gut more often than not. When there's really no reason you should go with your gut that often. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just completely. It's just kind of right. there. It's not. It hasn't been built up. But there's no. There's nothing to stand mm-hmm. on. They so they looked at this study. There's no, there's no platform for it. There's this. Uh, there's this study. This is so funny. <laughs> so they they took two. Um, they took a group of people. And uh, let me let me bring it up because I don't want to. I don't want to uh, give me false information. Okay. So, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So they took this. Uh, group of people and they took two jars and in one jar they put uh um a hundred jelly beans and uh seven of the jelly beans are red and the rest are white and then in the second jar there's 10 jelly beans and one of them is red and the rest are white and the people are told you'll win a dollar every time you reach in and grab um or you draw a red jelly bean basically and so mathematically, mathematically, right, the first jar with only one, uh, the smaller jar with one red jelly bean, you have a 10% chance of, of getting that red jelly bean. In the other jar with 100 jelly beans, but there's more red ones, there's seven, you have a 7% chance. Yeah. So mathematically, and they're told this, right, the subjects are told, you have a better chance 
if you reach in the smaller one, even though there's only one red jelly bean, you have a better chance of getting that jelly bean as opposed to the other jar. People would still, most people will go with the other one just because their intuition says, okay, that jar over there has more red red ones in it, so I'm going to go to that one. And like they would, uh, mm-hmm. the comments that they wrote down, what people were saying were like, yeah, I know that you guys are telling me that it's, I have better chances with that one, but I just feel like I should go with the other one. So I'm going to go with the other. <laughs> so like they're using the words, I know this, but I feel like I should do that. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Like they're told, listen, yeah. you have, you have a better chance of doing this, like, but <laughs> your gut, you'll go with your gut like more often than rational reasoning, which is kind of scary when you really think about it. Right. It's, it's weird because you say, I know something. Uh-huh then why don't you do because it? That, so like there is definitely, there's conflicting, mm-hmm. there's a conflict there because it's it's like, yeah, I know I should do something, but what happens when you don't do it? What over, you know, what is overriding that? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting for yes. sure. So the heart, uh, and, it, and it leads people, they use other examples in the article like uh, uh, people that, um, uh, employers that think they have like an intuition about hiring somebody when in, in actuality, like studies mm-hmm. show th- there's no intuition, like what's going to pick a better, uh, um, person is going to be like tests and, and questions that are, are built for this, not your gut reaction to first meeting somebody that doesn't, you have no intuition on that. You don't know that person. You've just met them just because you have a gut reaction or, or it feels right. That, that means nothing. And you might get lucky once in a while. And the other thing they show is that positive and negative incentives will drive that. So let's say you get right, you have one thing that's right, then you'll like you'll you're feeling good about that. And so now you'll you have a better chance of using your gut or your intuition more often. You know what I mean? But really it's a completely random it's a yeah. completely random so like event get, and it doesn't really matter. You know? It's one of those things where it's like, okay, if I try ten times and nine times I fail but one time I succeed, I will pay more attention to that one success than the nine failures. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Like it's one of those things where like, that oh, p- look at this one success. But I don't think that's a bad thing. It is. Think about it. Okay, think about it. So you, Think you, about this. You'll put more, and that's another, you touched on something that they talk about in the, in the, in the article, is that these incentives, the positive ones, far outweigh the negative ones. So if you look at, it's like you'll ignore mathematics and you'll ignore uh, the uh, the numbers just because you'll focus more on the things that go your way or the positives. Does that make sense? Like you were saying about the success stories about people that have, yeah. have achieved their dreams or whatever. You know, all those people that uh, risked um, everything mm-hmm. that they had and they achieved greatness. You know, we really only look at or at least yeah. we only you remember the success stories. You don't look at the nine billion other people that risked everything mm-hmm. and, and failed and didn't make it. You know what I mean? Those positive ones far outweigh the negative ones, which isn't good, I don't think. But that's not that's not being <laughs> realistic. But th- this is the thing, though. Okay, but I want to bring up <laughs> someone who, if if they would have, if they would have gone about it and looked at logically talent skills am i cut out for this should i continue with this okay based on success to failure ratio type thing mm-hmm. okay abraham lincoln oh my god see 
You're he did not win. <laughs> you you you're mad that I brought that no, no, up. No, I'm not. You are mad. I'm not because you're playing. It is you're playing a completely in, viable. You're playing into exactly what this article is talking about. You people, of course, people look at a rail because it's a it's a great success story. Everyone like relates to it, and that's but that's wh- literally one. That's one person in how many through the history of time. And I'm not saying that that's the only success. There are many. I'm not other saying that's ones, the only. I mean, I'm not saying that's the only success story, but the margin between stories like Abraham Lincoln and stories where people fail like horribly is a. It's a. What's it's the a difference? Far. Then? That's the far thing. Margin. What is the difference? Because it's people being. It's people. But taking, what's the difference between those two people? Weight on on this following your gut or following your you know. Your heart to, to, to chase after. So, these what do you things. think the difference is between what Abraham Lincoln did, okay? Chance. And what the people who fail do? Chance? Chance and opportunity. I don't know. Opportunity? I'm not saying he didn't work. But you I'm know, not what, a- you know what Abraham work. Lincoln he, quoted? I know he, he said, didn't work. I'm not saying he didn't work hard. But he, to get this is what he, he said. This is what he said. He said, I will prepare and one day my, my time will come. Yes. So, there was opportunity. But I think the biggest thing is it's preparation. I'm not saying don't prepare. I'm saying I think that's what it is. I'm saying, but if you don't believe that you can do something, why would you prepare be for it? Be realistic is what I'm saying. Be realistic. I agree completely with that. Don't but ignore I think logic. We can paralyze ourselves by real. Yeah, I agree. But don't live in a logic world where you don't believe. Where you just say, okay. I can't do this. I can do this. This seems reasonable. This doesn't. You have to. You, <coughs> excuse me. You have to go about it realistically. Like, I can't draw. I can draw like a stick figure and a pretty good circle. Okay. A pretty good. And circle. I, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, it'd be pretty cool to. It'd be pretty cool to be an artist, but that's oh, that's a whim. That's not something that I want to do. So yes, be real, be realistic. Don't be just swayed by your emotions into um, foolish decisions and stuff. But don't let your your reason and what you think is possible. So like your because I think a lot of people doubt their capability. Um, don't let those things stop you from trying to become better seek you know to go after like things that you really want to do that you think you truly can accomplish that you've thought about so stuff that's not like on a whim like oh i'm gonna go sell my house and you know live on the beach and sell seashells and become rich like just i don't know why would you why would you sell why would you sell seashells on the beach there's no market there. Because Sally that's, did it one time, terrible. and she had a song after it. You go so far clearly from she had you go far away from the beach. That's where you sell se- seashells. Okay, that doesn't that doesn't make any then sense. Then why did Sally Supply sell them and by demand, the seashore? Sally. Supply and demand. That's horrible. Sally sh- <laughs> Sally should have sold them in the mountains. She, that's what she, she should really have. Really should have. Just saying. That's business 101. I've never even taken so, a business class. So really, Sally Sally must have sold them to like Billy, and Billy went to the mountains and sold them for twice as much, and now Billy's rich and not <laughs> he's living on the beach, not selling anything because he's retired. What's the, uh, what's the word for that? And that's who wrote the song. <laughs> Billy wrote the song. He's laughing as he's doing it. What's the word he's for like, that? Sally, Extortion? Sally, he's just by the seashore. 
<laughs> what's, what? What's the word? It's for not it? extortion. I think he's just mocking her. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's just mocking. Where her. you're you're reaping the benefits of somebody <laughs> else's hard work. What is that? It's a word for that. You should know I this. Think that's just called like it's called like capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know. A good business. <laughs> a good business plan. What's ex- I don't why know. do I use the word extort? What's extortion? It's not extortion. Extortion's <laughs> like. When you uh, like blackmail type thing. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I was using that. I think terribly yeah. extortion. That's just a fun word. Like, no, I think that's just called uh, being a good businessman. Oh, cutthroat is what it is. Cutthroat, yeah. <sighs> so, okay, yes, you have two things that you follow in life this when is, you're going after stuff. This is I don't want to interrupt you, but this is where I see, in my opinion, after reading the. But you're gonna do it anyways. <laughs> You don't want to, but you can do it. Why, Ben? Why did you? I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to go with my intuition and do it anyways. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that proves my point is that intuition, this is what I was going to say, is intuition is, in my opinion, uh, is it it serves a purpose. You need it. It's it's I'm not saying do away with the heart altogether and human intuition and those gut those gut feelings. Those are needed. Um, for I think like they say the here and now situations like split second decisions like the, like the decision to act essentially so I think like leaders like especially mm-hmm. in like the army or um, anything like that I think that those guys um, anything in a leadership position really has they have good intuition you know what I mean they know uh, when to act and to act quickly and in moments when it's like a high pressure situation intuition is your best friend I think because you don't have a lot of time to logically think through something. You only have enough time to just basically act. Yeah. So I think intuition so serves... So if you're going to war, you know, usually... Yes, go ahead. Usually you have, like, a battle plan. Mm-hmm. You have a battle plan. Right. And if you're going to war, you're like, okay, let's follow this plan. But when that plan gets just thrown to the wayside, you're like... And when people are asking you, okay, we need to do something, yeah. what do we do? That's where you must... That's when you, you follow your... But, that's when you follow your gut. But most, yeah, most other where, times, I don't really see where the heart or the gut or the intuition ah i just uh, i don't see where else it is that beneficial to you because the gut is so tied up in emotions and emotions are high and low and all over the place half the time you know what i mean so it's it's really risky to make mm-hmm. decisions based on that you know because emotions are i don't know they're all over the place half the time anyways so you you think intuition is more on a split second decision type basis, yeah. But I think it still should be used in the more long term decision making. Oh no 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 no! So no, it's dangerous. <laughs> like you might it, no, no, it, because, because okay. here's the thing, it, it, it might work out. It that's the thing, <clears throat> but it's just that's just random chance, you know. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. This is this is what I want to. Like wanna, let's say, say let's okay. let, let's look at Abraham Lincoln again. Like, maybe you follow your gut and saying, I want to try and be president of the United States. But then you have to back that up with a lot of logic and reason on how to get there. You know what I mean? Yes, preparation. Preparation. Okay. But I believe that if he would have just followed strictly logic and reason, he would have said, there's no way I can do this. I can't see myself getting from point A to B. I don't see the route. I don't see the path. I think you have to use your intuition Okay, I want to say more. I want you have to use a little bit of your gut feeling on what you want to do. Okay, like where you want to go in life instead of where you are just at right now. And you have to say, I want to get there, 
I'm going to try, I'm going to prepare, I'm going to put in the hard work because I think that's what people don't want to do, but they want to get there anyways, but that's what they have to do. You can't get there without it. Like no one just woke up one day successful. There's so much work that goes into it. So I think that's what makes people want to just skip that step, which it's the really the only step that gets you there. Like it's the biggest one. And then you have your opportunities, your, you know, your kind of your lucky breaks and stuff. But those come based on your preparation because a lot of those come, but you only you only can actually capitalize on them if you've prepared for them. So it's that long term, like, where do I feel like what do I feel like I want to do? You know, maybe there's a job I want to do out there or go after a career. And you think about that. You say, hey, do I feel cut out for this? Do I feel like it would? And then you test that against your logic and your reasoning, how you're, you know, what kind of type of person you are. You know, if you're, if you say, oh, I want to go counsel people, yet you have an anger issue and you can't stand when people like mess up. Well, that might not go over too well when you're flipping out on people. (laughs) So you should, you should think about it. But don't let – this is the thing. Don't let your doubt stop you from going after things that you kind of want to do. But sometimes you feel doubt like want to try. Sometimes doubt can be your best friend. Sometimes doubt can keep you from making a horrible decision. Can it not? So I think there's two <laughs> areas of doubt that, that there are, okay? So there's doubting those split-second decisions. Like, okay, should I jump into this – you know, try to jump off this 100-foot cliff or something. Like, just the the small, should I, you know, start this on fire when I think it's going to blow up in my face? <laughs> so there's, like, survival doubt, okay? You know, don't do dumb things doubt. And then there's the um, doubting yourself and your abilities, your capabilities on what you think you're um, able to obtain. So if you say, you know, if a writer's like, if someone wants to become a writer and they're like, oh, you know, I want to write a book, you know, I know if I work hard at it and um, and I just keep on putting in the time and the effort that one day I can do it. Now, they might doubt themselves. Now, should they doubt themselves or should they not? I think that if they think about it and they put in the effort and they're like, okay, I think it's worth it then I'm going to do it. Like That's the type of doubt where I think people need to get past because you doubt your greatest, you doubt the parts of yourself that want to become great. And I think that's the doubt that most people deal with in following the things they want to accomplish. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> you have nothing to add to that? No. Nothing, nothing at all? No. I think doubt is a... Okay. Yeah, don't doubt yourself. <laughs> so you agree with me? You agree with me? <laughs> Only bits and pieces of it. But okay, that's okay. Just, you know. Balance and everything, everyone. Balance. Keep everything. And that is the next Keep point. Keep everything balanced. So, so we we both made our <coughs> our points on so we both kind of ha- I kind of aim a little bit more towards trying to go after what you really want to do and you aim a little bit more towards the reasoning behind it and the rationale yes but i love logic and reason and 
I do it all the time. That's extreme. That's where I'm focused on. Like if I can look at it and be like, is this logical? Is this reasonable? Mm -hmm. You know, should I do it? But there are certain things that if you look at the risk and you're like, what do I have to lose? Like if you if you really want to do it and you're like, okay, you know, what do I have to lose? Just time. You know, if I really want to try it and I don't have much to lose, then maybe throw the logic aside and then just go and try it. I think we we use too much of our um, our intellectual side that we just stop ourselves from ever doing something that, you know, kind of makes us feel like, you know, a little bit more adventurous. But balance is definitely key because it's basically like, basically like having two navigators. You have one that's looking around for what you want to go after while the other one is actually navigating. So you have your heart, that's kind of, you know, your intuition, um, your kind of like what you're passionate about looking around like oh what do i want to do what do i want to do but you're only ever going to get there if you can prepare a plan if you can um have a you know like okay how am i going to get there like it basically have your map so so there's you need to have the proper balance i love this i love this analogy that you've come up with so there's two captains to this this ship that is you and yes let's see if we can yes. can we get some some uh fictional captains I I think Captain Ahab because I just got done reading Captain Nemo. Cap- I was gonna, I was gonna Captain say Nemo Captain and Captain Nemo, Ahab. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Captain Nemo's the the logical one, right? What was that? Twenty twenty thousand leagues yeah, under the sea, right? Yeah. And then uh, Captain yep. Ahab. And then is the uh, Mad Captain Man. Ahab. He's from looking, Movie just searching for that white. Dude, that is whale. perfect. That is perfect. That is perfect. Yes. Because Captain Nemo's like completely like high tech everything, and like mm-hmm. we are going down twenty thousand. I haven't read the book. But I've read some other things by Jules Verne, um, and it's on my shelf. I know I need. It. And then like Captain Ahab's like just off the wall. Like he is. This will take me to my death. Yes. Oh man, if we so, yeah, if we were more prepared, that is, that is if we were more prepared for this, uh, we could have structured this around that. Man, I could have come up with so many examples. We can. We can. We can do this again. We can do part two. Oh man, that would have been perfect. I I. Lo- I like this. Captain Nemo versus Captain Ahab. Yes. I have to read the books, though. You do. So it might be a little bit out, like a little bit, because I, I need to read them. You do. You read about, it's, you read 20,000 leagues. I've already got Moby Dick, and that was a long book. Yes. So. Okay, good, because um, that's weird that you take Moby, you take the, the irrational one. I know, but it was so, uh, here's the, the thing. The Jules Verne. But I, I like it, Jules it Verne. Interesting. I like reading. reading. Yes. Reading, watching a man who's completely irrational sink deeper deeper and deeper into his own irrationality and then just become a madman is so fun to read about <laughs> it's interesting anyways it's like watching a train wreck it is you can't look away just crash and burn no so yeah we'll do that that, that captain nemo versus captain ahab i think that'll work i i need to learn more about captain nemo though but yes, I really don't so, know anything about Captain Nemo. I just <coughs> I just assume that he was the rational one. I think he is, um, <laughs> but we could be completely wrong. Who's the captain so from? I'll, I'll uh, who's the captain and, from uh, uh, Treasure Island? I've had that book for a while. It's been a, I got like two chapters into that book about seven years ago, <laughs> and um, I haven't picked it up since. It's a good book, but I wasn't ready to read it. It was kind of 
I don't know. Anyways. There's many captains out there, but I think we should stick to Captain Ahab and Captain Nemo just because that that just seems... Captain Hook. Seems good. I've seen a little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. No, he's definitely irrational. We'll stick... We'll stick to the, uh, stick just to the two. We'll have to do that. <clears throat> but, okay, back on, back on point here. Balance is key. I don't think you can, I think if you go, if you use just one or just the other, your outcomes are going to be very different, and they might not be exactly what you want. If you just follow your heart, you may end up, like, well, just completely like miserable because you're like, oh, I really wanted to do this. And then I tried it and I failed and it was just horrible. Um, that's not good. But if you follow, just follow your head, you're like, well, I was stuck in this situation and I never could find a way out. I was miserable. Um, what I was doing wasn't, wasn't what I wanted to do. I never tried. I was waiting for the right opportunity, but it was never like, oh, this makes sense. I should do it. So like you can stay, you can be miserable in both areas. But I think if you use both of them and be like, okay, I'm passionate about this. Where's my reason? Where's my logic? How can I go about this to actually accomplish it? And I think that's why intuition and reason are both very. If you combine them, I think it's really, really valuable, and you can definitely, uh, you can definitely achieve things that you know, logically you might not think are possible. But passionately, passionately, you think you really want to do, which I think is a part of living to the utmost. It's a part of <laughs> going after you know things that you really want to do. Passions. <laughs> See, the way <laughs> you're just like just A to B, A to B, <laughs> and, and it's like A to question mark. Get emotions but. out of the picture as much as possible. That's what I say. You're not completely emotionless. You still you still not. think you should somewhat go after what you what you want to do. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> for the sake of this podcast, please be that one who who's anti emotion. <laughs> if you wanna be. Okay. So the final <coughs> excuse me. The final, uh, I guess, point um, in all of this is there's really no guarantees to either side. Um, you know, there's no, there, there, of course, there are no guarantees that if you go after something, you will actually achieve it. But I think with the logic and reasoning, um, stuff always gets thrown for a loop. Um, there's stuff that doesn't make sense that happens, even as much as you plan it out and reason it out. There's still no guarantees in it all. Um, so I think e- balance is is very important um, just because you're just you're kind of taking the best of both if you're following your heart and your head. There's no guarantees that you'll be happy doing just purely you know reasoning or just purely um, following your heart or your head or your your heart. So there's no guarantees. Go after what you want to do prepare for it like don't go in it all flippantly like yeah i'm gonna go become a millionaire by selling churros on the side of the road churros unless you have a good plan because churros are pretty good so 
Think about it though. You gotta think about it. Yes. If think about if people want churros, if there's a high demand. Spline but Taco Bell already has churros, I'm pretty sure. Small churros, so they do? Unless you wrap them in bacon. Bacon wrapped <laughs> churros. <laughs> Tasty. I don't think I've ever I had a say, bacon wrapped churro. I feel like that'd be pretty tasty. Yes. Sweet and salty. Bacon and deep fried goodness. Ooh. That'd be that'd be good. So yeah. There's no guarantees. Um, you should think think about it and be like, is it worth the risk? Um, so you have to weigh the options. Are you willing to deal with, you know, failure if it happens? Because fail, you're going to fail along the way. But um, as you know, as long as you learn from your failures, and it's not a failure failure that's taking you out of the, you know, comp- the running of what you're trying to achieve. Um, just you have to think about the risk because it's there. But that's if there was no risk, would it even be worth it? Like that's why things are worth it because. You know, the things you want to do are risky. That's why most people don't do them. That's why people get complacent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth your time to go after those things. And just think about what if you don't do it? What if What if you don't? Um, you know, I know we all have this fear of missing out. Like, oh, you know, what if I don't do this or that? Like, then that can be used foolishly. Like, people can make a lot of stupid decisions based on that. But just use your brain. Use your heart, balance it out, find out what you want to do, and go after it. Just go after it. That's what I think. <sighs> unless, it unless, to add? unless it's irrational, then don't go after it. <sighs> Follow the crowd is what I'm saying. Do everything. <laughs> be in the masses. Be the one. Go drink the flavor. Be a lemming. Follow the other lemmings, even go. if they're jumping off a cliff. <laughs> Which, that would be irrational, so don't do go that. Go drink. Oh, but see? You're rational. You're rational. Rationality brought you to the cliff. Balance. Balance. Yeah. Don't drink the flavor aid. I think it was Kool-Aid, but... Yeah. No... I don't think it was brand. I think it was a cheap, cheap knockoff. Of course, he wouldn't. He wouldn't uh, splurge for the good stuff. <laughs> anyway, I remember watching a thing on. Was that? <coughs> was it Jonestown or something? Yeah, Jim Jones. Is that what Jim it, Jones. technically it was? Jim Jones. That's the only thing I like. There's a man just, that. There's a man there that a followed. There's a man that followed his dreams. <laughs> and look where it got <laughs> him. <laughs> Don't be a crazy person. Like, please have some common sense. <laughs> yeah. It's a fine line. This is why we talked about balance is one of our main things and why we say it's it's very hard to talk about balance in in, in and of itself, but it, when you apply it to something, it just it it speaks volumes. It yells at you. Just be balanced. Don't be completely out of control. Don't don't go off the deep end. Um, unless you know how to swim, like unless you've prepared yourself, <laughs> balance—it's key. And I think that's the big. That's unless you've got floaties. I could say, I could say that to him, blue in the face. Yep, <laughs> a nice lounging float, uh, pool floaty. So we are lagging severely okay. right now. I know. I'll have to do some some editing magic. But okay, so I want to end with 
one final quote type. It's actually a quote from my own article, which I wrote, What to Follow Your Heart or Your Head, which is what we've been discussing, which is on livingtotheutmost.com, which is the website, which, if you want to go read the article, it's on there. <laughs> so check it out, What to Follow Your Heart or, heart or Your Head. But the, the quote, which I'm quoting myself here, only when you have brought your heart and your head to a place of agreement can you pursue what is off in the, in the distance. Ooh. You got to use both. If you want if you want to get after something, you got to use both. So balance it out and go after it. But Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Absolutely not. Perfect. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to hear. That's great. That's great podcast material right there. <laughs> It's like grade A material. That's why people tune into this. Hopefully people tune tune into this <laughs> week after week. <laughs> nobody. To hear you say absolutely nothing. Name me one person that's tuning into this. My sister. <laughs> Does she Boom. really? Does she listen to this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So take that. <laughs> Mr. I doubt everything I do. Darn right. It has gotten me this far in life, so... I've I've had to drag you along to this point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I've had to follow my intuition to and you're wearing me out, man. I'm gonna be honest. So yeah. <laughs> be honest. That's also great podcast material, honesty. Don't be like, I'm gonna lie right now. I'm just gonna be candid about what I'm gonna say, that's all. Say it. Or do you have nothing, I to, say? nothing to say? <laughs> I don't have anything to say. You just wanted to say, "Let's be honest." Yeah, I really did. And plus, I'm you like, I want, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You just wanted to say that. I know. Sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you think about it, here's we'll the talk thing. About it next time. Here's the thing: is you keep cutting out on me, so I'm only really hearing every other word that you're saying. So it's, I've been deciphering oh. for about the last okay. 15 minutes what you've been saying. <laughs> Oh. And I think I've been doing a pretty good job of it, actually. I think you have. <laughs> I'm going to try and talk every other word. This is working perfectly now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we need to end this before this gets okay. any worse. Yes. So if you have any questions, email us at livingtotheutmost at gmail.com. We'd be more than happy to hear from you. Um, check out livingtotheutmost.com. It's my website. Ben reads it once in a while, so he's kind of involved. But, yeah, check it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's it for the day. Yes. We're going to end here. So what are we going to talk about next? Six know. negatives, thinking you're normal? <laughs> I'm going to bring to the table six positives to thinking you're normal. <laughs> Do it, do it. But you have to go. You have to actually go write that. Okay, I will. Well, I'm not going to so, write anything. I'm just going to okay. come up with some points and then counter okay. your points. Okay. Do it, and uh, that that'll be good. Balance, I guess. I Even though I really like my six points. So. Okay, I think that's that's enough. So, Ben, go have a wonderful day. Enjoy. Uh, Enjoy this uh, daylight, the rest of the daylight that's left of this uh, date in time. 
Yes. I will. Okay. Have a good one. You too. I'll talk to you later. Bye.